second episode of Debate with Kate. Today, I am joined with a special guest, Josh Gilligan. Hi. So, Josh is about to do a research proposal, and I'm pretty curious about it. I've been talking to him a bit. I asked Josh if he wanted to come on and have a little chat about what he's doing at the University of Otago at the moment and stuff. Yeah, so currently I am a staff member, but I'm in the process of putting in a PhD application to try and work out ways of eradicating wasps from New Zealand using genetic techniques and hopefully mm. genetic engineering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a bit, I was definitely super interested about like genetic engineering and how current legislation and laws in New Zealand would impact what you can do and also what you want to do if certain laws were changed and stuff. Yeah, so obviously I want to do experiments that are contained to sort of like work out all the kinks, make sure that nothing that I was going to end up doing was going to cause harm to like yeah. New Zealand's ecosystem. So, yeah. so there's, a, there's a point of um, being able to use genetic uh, modification sort of techniques. Yeah, for um, you, what is genetic engineering and genetic modification? So for genetic modification, for me, it's um, being able to like introduce some amount of um, genetic change that is mm -hmm. like heritable if that ends up being introducing a bit of DNA that sort of right. gets incorporated or specifically trying to knock out uh, a certain gene and like delete it. And so you've been using that, this concept, you want to do it with wasp engineering to eradicate the species? Yeah, yeah. So, so the process would be uh, trying to work out how to genetic engineer them in the first place mm -hmm. and then it would be working on making what's called a gene drive mm -hmm. so normally if you think about um, like humans you incorporate like a copy of your genome from your mum, copy from your dad um, and that means that you will sort of get half of their DNA each um, but I want to basically produce a system that means that the change that I make is inherited 100% right. of the time. So every single like offspring yeah. will have that change and it'll be able to spread through a population mm -hmm. and eventually lead to eradication. Should we just quickly touch on that? Why do you think, why are we eradicating this type of wasp in New Zealand? So PhD, I'm going to be focusing on one called Polistes dominula, or okay. the European paper wasp. Um, and that one's sort of, come over about 2010 right. and has started mm. to make its way down the country and cause a bunch of problems and it just keeps okay. sort of getting worse. Yeah. yeah. So ideally for you, if genetic engineering was allowed, what specifically would you want to be working on in the wasps? What I'd want to do with wasps is to sort of just be able to find out a way to genetically engineer them and sort of the the legislation on that is like frustrating but yes. it's not incredibly awful i think that the the distinction of what is a gmo in new zealand is very frustrating right so what at the moment can we can and not do with genetics and science so in new zealand? at the moment we're allowed to make gmos you have yeah. to go through um a certain amount of sort of trials and talking with the government and get permission yeah. to do it, but you are allowed to make GMOs. Um, we're not allowed to currently release GMOs into the mm -hmm. wild, which would be um, something down the line that I would potentially want to do, but only if 
New Zealand public is okay with it, mm. and if all of my research goes uh, points towards that, it won't. Uh, it'll do more good, good than harm. harm. Yeah. Right. So, what exactly are the current laws on genetic engineering, and what do you think could what do you think the benefits of altering these laws and allowing for more freedom and stuff could be for New Zealand? So, at the moment, our laws um, are kind of very archaic and backwards because it, right. it all revolves around the definition of what is a GMO and right. the laws um, were updated in about 2015 and mm-hmm. the update that they did was basically any technique that was developed after 1998 is regarded as genetic engineering really? tool. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, that, yeah. it is. Yeah, it, it came from a new technique being developed and then they asked, hey, this is technically a chemical technique, Mm -hmm. does this make a GMO? Right. And the New Zealand government went, oh, um, maybe (laughs) we'll double check, we'll go through all of these hurdles sort of thing and then they eventually like settled on anything that is developed past 1998 is a a GMO, which is really frustrating because... Say if we want to... Modern research. Yeah, exactly. Like, CRISPR-Cas9 is this tool that... It's essentially molecular scissors, and you can Mm. use it for introducing, like, a new gene or a new change, but you can also use it just to, say, delete a gene and get rid of a gene. what sort of applications would we use in New Zealand? So how how could we help out our country? So one... One key thing would be um, sort of if we could use genetic engineering to say, hey, we found a gene in sheep Mm -hmm. that makes them produce more methane. And if we get rid of this gene, they produce less methane, Mm -hmm. that releases less gas into the environment and helps like slow the progress and start to cause uh, and start to like change some of global warming's effects. And at the moment that isn't really applicable because mm. to do that we would then be making a genetically modified sheep mm-hmm. and, and then, that's and then the... we wouldn't allow to just have that out in the wild yeah yeah even though if we used some chemical treatment <laughs> that like like if we shot a sheep with radiation right. and one of the eggs had the same change that i could go in and precisely change but this that's was done considered... by a chemical that's yeah. not gmo yeah and that's really frustrating of just this this idea that, oh, hey, we can give something a bunch of chemicals or we can shoot it with radiation yeah. and any change that is made is regarded as safer yeah. than being able seems, to precisely go in. and pretty backwards, to be honest, yeah. to have that, all that. So I'm interested in like plant biotechnology. That's kind of what I'm studying. What yeah. would be like, some applications for plants and, like, Crops yield yeah, stuff. Yeah, so um, there's there's of course the example of like golden rice. Yeah, um, it's where a biggie. I think it's about 150,000 um, children go yeah. blind from vitamin A deficiency mm-hmm. um, around the world every year, and so this golden rice was developed, which produces a lot more vitamin A like precursors. Yeah. So for it's- populations that eat just a lot of rice, if you substituted a little bit of this golden rice into your diet you'd have much higher vitamin a levels mm-hmm. and that deficiency wouldn't be 
spread so much around. Yeah. So that's that's sort of like one that's example. A big benefit of yeah. saving yeah. millions of people. Yeah, I think I've done a lot of research kind of on crop resistance and increasing mm-hmm. yield and stuff. And yeah. what I've kind of come to realize is that yes, genetics can be perceived as intimidating, like overwhelming, mm-hmm. it's a big thing. Actually, we kind of need it for the future if we want to sustain yeah. all of our population and keep yeah. growing the way we are at this point. Yeah, and, it, and it's. I think it's pretty frustrating because I mean we have done genetic engineering for yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, like like it just didn't have a name. <laughs> it didn't have a name. It's just humans. And now we can do it as fast as we want. Yeah, and we can make. Oh, I, I see a problem. I can make a change. I can mm. like solve it. And now it's like, oh, I don't know. You're going a bit too fast yeah. there. What if we made an impact? Mm. Like, <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are um like ethical considerations though? It's obviously a big part of why it's been banned in the first place and stuff. What are your personal? So it sort of depends on the type of um, genetic engineering that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I I think like a certain amount of genetic regulation is important. Yeah. Um, just in the sense that we are making a new organism that has never been tested before but i think if something is completely proven to be safe Mm -hmm. and there's no um sort of like leftover from that Mm -hmm. genetic engineering itself it shouldn't actually be a problem as in we can do a a lot of people when they think of genetic engineering think of trans genetics which is basically taking a gene from another organism and putting it into that one so yeah that's um, kind of what i would originally go to as well like but the thing is that we can also use like cis genetics as in okay say we've got a plant like a tomato plant Mm -hmm. and we just go oh this gene gene can produce a whole lot of this vitamin Mm -hmm. why don't we just change the regulation of that gene Mm. to make it turn on more like, we're just sort of fiddling with the genes that yeah. are already in that, and that's something that can happen in nature fairly just easily. Just randomly, just mutations and things. Yeah, and I think it's very frustrating that if I, like someone that was involved with plant breeding, went out and wanted to create a change, as in mm. like, so they went through all of the hurdles and made golden rice. Yeah. And then if they lied and said that they found that in the wild when, mm-hmm. oh wait i found golden rice outside mm. nature did it everyone would be like oh that's not a gmo yeah yeah feel free to distribute it however you want and uh, that's so frustrating it's yeah. the exact same yeah. organism the exact yeah. same components i think if you I, I think if like going through all of the testing you cannot decisively say that something has been genetically engineered yeah it doesn't matter how it got there the change is the important thing yeah and like other countries sometimes have legislation around well what would be the change what would Mm -hmm. be the outcome and does that outcome outweigh the potential risks Mm -hmm. and new zealand's laws are just getting further and further behind the times which is quite frustrating do you know anything about like who wrote the laws at the moment and stuff it was the environmental protection agency right Um, right they they have got some amount of background, yeah. but it's drawing a line in the sand saying that techniques developed beyond this year, this year. Um, are no longer <laughs> okay to use. Like, yeah. they, they now make something a GMO. And if you think about how quickly 
technology Change. changes. Yeah. Like to be able to release something, we're currently having to use technology, technology that's like 22 years old. Yeah. And that's just <laughs> stupid. That seems, yeah. 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 Also, another point, like in just terms of overall human nature, the two arguments of you know, artificial GMO stay away versus mm. it is human nature to interfere and therefore it is natural. What are your personal thoughts on or what's your stance? My, my sort of stance is that everyone has an, an arbitrary line that they're not really comfortable working out that it's arbitrary. Like <laughs> right. either, either society itself and everything that we've ever done as soon as we started making tools for ourselves yeah. is unnatural. Right. And therefore we're already doing it, already something are, unnatural. Yeah. Um, or this, like humans are natural. Everything that we've done is natural. This is just the In next the natural, step yeah. of natural. It's, it's very frustrating. That it's completely legal for mm -hmm. you to go out and like buy cigarettes mm -hmm. and smoke. Like that's going to... Cause that's mutated, yeah. That's going to True. cause cancer. And although it's frowned upon, you can yeah. go out and like buy cigarettes and like yeah. drink while you're pregnant, and that's going to make a change in, in the next population. Yeah. A couple of years ago, there was um, some really good documents released. I think it was published by the the Royal Society of New Zealand, and they just sort of went through an amount of questions with the New Zealand public, mm. sort of asking where their line is. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple of scenarios for getting rid of pests, yep. stuff about. Um, plants and Actually, the environment. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. read those articles. Yeah. I found them really helpful. The, I think the medicine one is like potentially the most interesting because mm. it's sort of like, should we be able to use like a gene therapy mm. on yourself to cure cancer? Mm. A lot of people seem okay with that sort of right? thing. Well, we already do sort of like embryo selection for mm -hmm. in vitro fertilization. Mm -hmm. So we're sort of like close to being able to like, well, okay, I, I already don't want my kid <laughs> to have... Like disease a X, yeah. yeah, sort of, sort of thing, and then oh. the line becomes really, really blurry when it mm. starts getting into, okay, but what if, like, what about enhancement? Like, if you could yeah. decide that your kid would be less risk of, say, cardiovascular problems because yeah. their heart worked better, you would do it. You'd do it. What if you wanted your kid to be better at sport? Yeah, it's it's this very grey line what, that blurs yeah. very quickly. Exactly. Yeah, I would argue that's what human nature really is. Like we subconscious, whether we are aware of it or not, are mm. choosing like partners and mm. environments that are going to benefit our offspring. Yeah. So to me, it just seems that yeah. it's although it's obviously there needs to be a whole lot of like mm. thought and ethical considerations and such, but to me, it just seems like another. Step. Like the next step, yeah. Because yeah. everyone, whenever they hear of genetic engineering, yeah. the first next words out of their mouth are designer babies. Yes. People already pick what their kids are going to look like. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I think ultimately genetic engineering needs to be relooked at because it's more of a tool. I suppose you can like relate it to like a knife. Like you could use it yeah. to stab someone, or you could use it to cut up. Some yeah, like, yeah, cut babies <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's. It's, it's good, and I think like, we need to, we obviously need to keep like ethics in mind and talk about what everyone is comfortable with the law. But yeah. I think the people that go, no, I don't think this is right because I personally don't like it. This is not, you're not making the point that you think that you're making. Yeah. Like saying no because I don't understand it. Yeah. And yeah, I do agree it needs to be a, a discussion, though, and yeah. have everyone just. Yeah, bringing awareness to it and stuff. Yeah, because I think like the more that we 
don't like allow ourselves to do this the the temptation for yeah. people to <laughs> to do it do it anyway like without yeah. ethics sort of thing like if you think of um a year or two ago there was the, the, the guy the, in china yeah they, they decided to the twin babies yeah. yeah and it's i think that just going no gmos are scary and let's not use them at all lock them away it's just like, adds temptation yeah. like yeah. and i think we need to be really good with like science communication mm-hmm. we, need to, we need to talk to people explain what they're doing or explain yeah. what we're doing mm-hmm. and sort of like listen to their concerns and yeah. acknowledge them and like talk them through mm-hmm. instead of just going no i'm right you're wrong yeah i have more degrees than you therefore i know more it's, yeah it, it's really elitist and we need to be talking with people yeah exactly. about it and and yeah like make it a discussion as opposed to as opposed to yeah. this is a, this is like the rules legislation yeah. nothing can be changed yeah done yeah used 20 years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> stuff yeah. go at it yeah well yeah this has been really beneficial thank you so much for coming on here having some yarns with me no worries yeah well thank you for listening everyone and i hope you have a great rest of your week and i'll probably catch you around another time for a topic undecided yet <laughs> see y'all